This message comes from Legal Talk sponsor, Choice New York Management. The devil's in the details, and at Choice New York Property Management, we take care of them for you. 15 years and 300 buildings and counting, we've become the most reputable company in the field, and our philosophy hasn't changed. Your home is our priority. Visit choicenewyork.com to learn more. This is Legal Talk, a conversation about governance issues that New York's co-op condo boards are tackling today. I'm Carol Ott, and today we're speaking with Ingrid Manovitz, a partner at the law firm Safarth Shaw. In co-ops and condos, consider the bylaws to be like the rules of the road. They spell out what the board of directors can and cannot do. But as time changes, so should the bylaws. And that's particularly true when dealing with the right of first refusal, which is commonly allowed in a condominium, but not a co-op. Ingrid, if you could tell us how this right works, why a board might exercise it, and what are the impediments that a bylaw revision would help? So the right of first refusal is typical in many condominium buildings, and the procedure for exercising that right or waiving it is set forth in the bylaws in a section that's typically headed sales and lease of units. And it provides when a unit owner goes to sell or lease their unit that they provide a copy of the fully executed lease or fully executed contract of sale to the board usually by certified mail. The procedures are all set forth in the bylaws. And the board has a certain period of time in which to either exercise the right of first refusal and purchase or lease the unit on the same terms and conditions that the prospective lessee or unit owner is purchasing or leasing. Given that there's money involved, I'm presuming the board would not think about doing this unless there was some kind of an issue, either an issue with potential person who's going to lease or something going on with the sale. Am I correct there? Yes, usually, unless there's a particular issue with the prospective tenant or unit owner, boards don't generally exercise the right of first refusal. I can give you an example. I had a situation in a condo building downtown where there was a tenant leasing a unit in the building who had been renting out the apartment on Airbnb, which was prohibited by the condo's bylaws. That tenant lease expired and a unit came up for sale in the building. And that same tenant was looking to purchase the unit. And in that particular situation, the board exercised the right of first refusal. They knew that that individual lived abroad, was likely not going to live in the apartment, and was probably going to continue the same pattern of short-term rentals that he had engaged in as a tenant. So in that particular case, the board knew they didn't want this particular person in the building based on his pattern of conduct, and they scrambled to exercise the right of first refusal. When you say scrambled, I I think that may be the crux of the issue. Tell me what that exactly means, scrambled. Sure. So in many bylaws, in order for a board to exercise the right and either lease or purchase a unit that's up for 
sale or rent, the board needs unit owner approval. In this particular case, the board needed the approval of the majority of the unit owners, which is a big number. And there's a short period of time in which the board can obtain that approval. So when I say scramble, the board received this package and really had to mobilize quickly, prepare consent forms, reach out to all the unit owners, and collect enough signed consents and approval from the unit owners to proceed with the transaction. There are a limited number of condos, and I've seen it before, but I haven't seen it often, where the right of first refusal does not require unit owner approval. And that's really something that we're here to talk about today is potential amendment to the bylaws that could give the board a little bit more leeway to exercise the right in the situation I described earlier without having to scramble and get unit owner approval in such a short period of time. When you say short period of time, what is that period of time? Could be 20 days, could be 30 days. It's usually set forth in the bylaws. <clears throat> but you know, when a package gets submitted, it gets submitted to the management company, doesn't necessarily make its way to the board quickly. So the clock is running as soon as the package gets submitted. So if it's 20 days, it could really be you know a 10-day period of time by the time the package gets in front of the board and they speak with their counsel and they decide to proceed that they've got to go out and get all the unit owners to approve or a majority of the unit owners to approve to exercise the right. So one could amend the bylaws to not go for unit owner approval? Yes. Yeah. An amendment to the bylaws um, can be made to eliminate the need to seek unit owner approval. I represent a condominium building that the bylaws you know, provide that unit owner consent is not required and that the board has discretion sole discretion to exercise that right. From the unit owner perspective, if the board had sole discretion, how would owners feel comfortable that the board was acting properly, that they weren't just you know, deciding to become real estate investors and buying or leasing apartments? How is that comfort level obtained? Well, board members are unit owners too, right? So in order to take those steps, it's costing them money also. And they have a fiduciary duty to act in the best interest of all unit owners and in in the interest of the condominium. I haven't come across a situation yet where board members abuse the right of first refusal and are exercising the right when they really shouldn't. It's usually done sparingly when there's a particular situation where there's someone that the board doesn't want the apartment leased to or owned by. Thinking strategically, if a condo board was interested in amending this bylaw, would you say, let me do this one bylaw? Would you come up with a package of bylaws you want to get amended? What would be your advice? It really depends on the particular set of bylaws that the condominium has. So if everything else looks to be in order, a board could put forward just this particular amendment. But because amendments require usually the approval of two-thirds of of the unit owners, which is a high threshold, oftentimes boards will put forward multiple amendments to the bylaws at the same time. This way they can clean up the bylaws, update them, make improvements all at the same time. So some boards will really only look to amend their bylaws when a particular issue arises and then they're already in trouble. The more proactive boards will ask council to take a look at the bylaws every couple of years and do a refresh. Okay. Thank you very much. Very good advice. Thank you. It was a pleasure.